This generation has been causing us to tear out our hair. But I am a millennial. Every fucking time one of them does the slightest little thing, they fucking celebrate as if they fucking accomplished something huge. I'm a millennial. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a millennial. So I want everything to evolve around me. Self-interested, unfocused, lazy. Millennial. The most educated generation we've ever had. Millennials put a lot of value in development. We want free food and beanbags. So as I mentioned to you, I'm trying to make the perfect old-fashioned at home. And how it, is it going? It's going horrible. I it feel looks like, nice. It looks Yeah. So I've been I've come so far. So I got the right ice cube tray to get the perfect size of a, of an ice cube. Oh, that's a different. Uh, yeah. yeah, okay. Sure. Mm-hmm. And um then also we got some really good bitter Mm-hmm. That I bought down at uh, this liquor store, and then I went back. I uh, went there today to get some uh, some whiskey, and I think and maybe it was a bit too cheap. Maybe I should pay it a bit more um, because it's okay, but it's not. There's also the glass. Also needs to be children right? bit better. No? Just like oh, okay. doesn't really feel very good. Um, but there's but maybe also it's the the orange you put in there. Maybe, maybe it should be ecological. Yeah, I always buy it like ecological. Oh, sorry, energy. sorry. Oh, yeah. Jesus, how could I insult but, you like this? But it's also um, maybe it's also the feeling of making a cocktail for yourself is never as good yeah. as when you get someone else to do it. Mm. But maybe it was also the cheap whiskey. <laughs> maybe I, I think it actually was the cheap whiskey. I need to go into some place and just say, hi, my name is Rasmus. I would like to be able to create a really great old fashioned at home. What what do I need to buy? Give me all of that and then tell me how much I have to pay. And then you'll never see me again. Maybe you should have an old fashioned mentor. Oh. (laughs) Boom. Hello and welcome to Millennials at Work. This time, again, from Copenhagen. It's Saturday night when we're recording. We're sitting here with you having an old-fashioned, I'm having a glass of whiskey that you so nicely poured for me. It's, it's uh, you know, it's Saturday night, people are out, and that's the best time to record a podcast. I mean, it's not that late. We, we can go out later as well. Yeah, but, definitely. Um, but the Millennials at Work, if you never tuned in before... Uh, we are two millennials who are talking about work. We are talking about our experiences at work, what should our managers think about uh, when they talk to us and when they manage us, I guess, and how to figure out our generation and how should uh, our generation figure out ourselves. I guess uh, that's uh, that's one way of saying that. It's uh, me, Edita, and uh, you, Rasmus, here. It's episode 33. And today we'll talk about money, money. <laughs> boom we're talking about salary potatoes oh. <laughs> the cash cash money the bread the yeah. dough <laughs> how many words does a money lot. have a lot that's actually true i've never thought about it mm. so many ways to say money yeah and money is important money i mean you can argue about if money makes people happy or not, blah, blah, blah. But money definitely doesn't smell. It doesn't make, uh, you know, it's it's nice. And we all need it at the end of the day. And it's True. very important for millennials, but also kind of any generation. But 
especially maybe for millennials who are entering the workforce and workspace and and finding their way around not only the jobs and titles and all those things, but also negotiating salaries and asking for raises or getting paid nothing or or getting paid extremely lot, you know? To quote uh, one of our century's most uh, well-respected uh, poets, 50 Cent, <laughs> money is nothing when you have it and everything when you don't. Oh, f- wow. That's a that's golden. I yeah. don't even know where to. With this said, should we check in? Yeah, let's check in. What's the last thing that you bought that you really regret that you bought? Oi. Yes, I have one. So last Friday, I was at work quite late because we're we're working on releasing an app. Of course, <laughs> it's always an app. An app. <laughs> and uh, the team is working pretty is hard. Is it a native app? It is a native app for sure. So we're um, we're working quite late, and uh, and and at one point I remember that I haven't had my second coffee, and that might be a reason why I'm so freaking tired. And it's about like four o'clock or so. And I, and I go outside and I I also need air because I'm like, uh, I'm dying a bit by my desk. So I go outside and I ask uh, uh, someone at work if they know how is that new coffee shop that opened at the opposite side of the street because I don't want to go anywhere super far. So I ask, uh, how's the coffee there? No one has been there. So I'm like, hey, I heard that it's hip. So I'll go there. So I go in there and it's like, you know, young millennials, Uh, sitting there, sipping their lattes, looking at me, uh, just the- rushing in with like blue um, bags under my eyes, shaking for that coffee. You know, I'm also asking for filter black, like no, no fancy stuff. Yeah. And at that moment where I see that the worst is about to happen, that they take the, because I mean, in my head, it's like, a, it's a nice coffee shop. They should have a nice filter coffee, right? But I, but then I see that they pour it from the, you know, when you make it, like the American way, when you make the filter coffee in like the, in the glass jar that you, sti- that you Ooh, keep on the yeah, warm yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. it keeps like, so it burns the coffee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's also yeah, like most workplaces in Sweden has that. I hate it. It's like, it's always taste shit. It's never good. And it's just like not what good coffee places should do. Um, so I see that, but I also don't have the energy to be like, oh, you know what? Actually, it will go somewhere else. So I just take it and I pay my 40 kroner, which is about four euros, which is about like way too much for a fucking way filter coffee, coffee that has, yeah. has stayed there for like three hours. And I go back and I'm like, okay, I just, I hope that this will be somewhat okay to drink. And I go upstairs and at that very moment, I entered, I entered the, 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 the room and my colleagues have brought some beers from downstairs because we have a policy that on Fridays after four, you can drink because, you know, it's Fridays after four. And, and then Free I also... documentation. <laughs> you know, that's what you do, obviously. And uh, I also I look at my coffee and I, and I take a sip and it's so terrible. I'm <laughs> like... I actually really want the beer as well, to be honest. Like, I am also, I'm so tired, I'm ready to, like, okay, I will be here for a couple of more hours, but I want to chill, that kind of zone. Uh, so I put that coffee away. I have had one sip of it. It's overpriced, and I'm like, why the fuck did I do that? Like, I knew that there will be beer coming, you know? And I knew that this coffee, it's not like it's at 4 p.m., you will get a coffee, and then you will get a kick out of it. You just 
it doesn't really work <laughs> like that. So you took one least. sip of a 40 krona coffee <laughs> yeah. and then you threw it out. It was also terrible, yeah. I, and I threw it out on Monday because I couldn't do it on Friday. I felt like ridiculous. <laughs> so yeah, great story. That's really something that I dislike. Spending money on something that... Um, doesn't taste good. Doesn't taste good or feel good. No. Um, What's your thing? I bought... I had this idea that um, I don't wear a lot of uh, like shirts, dress shirts, mm, to fancy shirts, ch- fancy shirts mm-hmm. money shirts, consultant shirts <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, to work. I'm more of a t-shirt, t-shirt and jeans kind of guy. And um, I don't want an iron a t-shirt that feels a bit too ambitious, but yeah. they can get they can get some quite uh, wrinkly sometimes. Mm-hmm. So I thought, hey, you know what? I'll buy one of those steamers. I really want one. Don't say that. Sh- then the thing is, this is this is one of those moments where sometimes I do things where I don't think. I'm just I take out my brain, leave it somewhere, and then I do things, and then I realize <laughs> where is my brain, and then I put it in, and then I realize how stupid I am. So so. I, and you know, so I didn't want to buy a new one because I'm only buying recycled, like secondhand things. Yeah. So I found one, find one online for a couple of hundred kroners, yeah. and I didn't know how to transport it. So they weren't delivering it. No, no. it was a private person. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, that's how it is with secondhand. It's normally private. Oh, people. I thought it may be a vintage shop. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm. yeah. So it was a private person. So I was like, okay. I'll rent one of the electrical cars, drive out there, pick it up, drive back. So, and I brought my brother. So I did that, drove out there, couldn't find the address. So the car was just sitting there, didn't stop it. So just because I know that I'm going to, you know, drive further any, anywhere uh, close, can't really find the person, takes like 15 minutes, find the person, get the fucking thing into the car, get back. So the car to ride was like, I don't know, maybe 150 <laughs> or 200 or something added up to the price. Which was just, then it makes no sense. No. I mean, uh, and then I get back and then it's just worthless. Really? Worthless. Really, really bad. It just doesn't, it, it doesn't work? It's or just, it? you know, it can't hang by itself. It falls off all the time. It doesn't really get nice and... Ah, horrible. Oh. I need to get rid of it soon. You have to show me that. Like yeah, it's in the, in the living room. It's a. Yeah. You can. Do you want to buy it? <laughs> <laughs> that was a really good pitch. Let me think about it. Money, salary. How many of your friends know how much you earn? You know what? I'm actually quite fine talking about money. So, I, okay. I've, uh, so, so fine that you would even share it here in the podcast <laughs> or would that be... Uh, I don't know. It feels like... Is there a risk with saying that on the podcast? I don't, I don't think so, right? I'm pretty sure in Sweden I can figure out how much you earn. Yeah, that's true. You can like probably Google that somewhere. Yeah, uh, No, but uh, I think the reason why most of my friends, not most of my, but a few of my friends, I think including you. I don't. You don't? No. Uh-huh. Uh, you no. want to you wanna write it down to me? <laughs> Pass Wait it. a second. Pass it. <laughs> we can show each other our numbers. And then we will react to that. Yeah, exactly. Let's we, do it. Okay. I'll yeah, find yeah. some post-its. Do it, do it, do it. Because you don't know how much I earn, do you? 
No, I actually don't. No, I, I think I... You know what? Let's do some... I'll write how much I earn, but I also will write how much I think you earn. Wonderful. Oh. Really great. Oh, okay. Okay. But I, so top and then a line and then on bottom that is... No, two uh, different posts. Okay, two different. The first memory. one uh, is uh, your uh, actual salary. So what I earn. Yeah. And then the other one is uh, what I think you yeah. uh, earn and vice versa. This is so this is so weird. <laughs> I've never but also so funny. <laughs> I have no idea if I'm like way off. Yeah. But also should we should we share this? Like should we share the actual numbers with our no. listeners? I, no, I'm, no, I don't I don't no. feel comfortable with that. Yeah, I don't think that that's a good idea either. Okay. okay. Cool. Uh, so first uh, what, what what I think you earn? Yeah. Yeah. Show me what you think I earn and then I'll show you what I actually earn. Okay. Okay. Oi, no, no, it's less. Okay. It's it's not uh, super away, but not it's not super uh, off. Yeah, okay. Okay, that would be that would be nice. That would be that would be sweet. But it's funny though. Yeah. Because you know what I wrote yep. the same as you wrote. Okay, that's so fun. But I can uh, say that it's actually. Uh, oh my god! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you can't have that reaction. Oh, sorry. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a bit more. A bit? Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. That's a. That's. Yeah, good. I'm. I'm. Uh, I'm. Uh, I'm I actually, quite. Um, I knew that I'm going low with this one because yeah. I've. You know, we've talked about it. And exactly, and we had the talk where I had the, got the race and. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. so I should have been a bit uh, more strategic with my yeah. guests, but that actually was more than I thought. Yeah. It's a, it's a good salary. Mm. I agree. Sweet. Well, um, so gender gap. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No, but I actually thought that you would earn more, especially I knew that it would be lower than me because um, I, I think that you are, I can say that honestly, underpaid uh, because you're uh, young uh, and junior in mm. your role mm. but i think for the amount of um, you know the value that you bring i think that is um yeah yeah well um and and the listener's gonna be like what are the numbers the <laughs> uh uh if we get like five thousand listeners for this episode we're we'll opening up the, yeah. the the full the transparency and there's full transparency no, but uh, also one thing why, uh, going back to your question about like how many of my friends know, uh, some of my friends who do know, I think is like two or three people, they know because uh, this is the most I've ever been paid. And it's uh, obviously, I think that's a good progression as well, of course, but uh, it was a bit of a surprise to me, even when I got that, like uh, as, as an offer. And I was quite excited about that. So I, okay. um, so I think that's why they know. Because I remember, like that at that moment when I got the job, I got like other alternatives as well. Just the idea of getting like more than I've gotten before, yeah, uh, by quite quite a lot, um, was quite exciting. Yeah. Plus, of course, the role and everything and everything. But but I think why is it uh, lower than you probably thought? Is also it is true in that role. I think if that role was in Stockholm, it would be higher. 
much higher. Yeah. So I guess uh, the great thing is that the uh, the day that you move, then you're gonna get a great pay raise. <laughs> yeah, if that's you move. true. If, if if I move and if I don't move to like I don't know Berlin. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's. But um, but let's move on then and and mm. um, talk a bit about because how important is salary to you? Yeah, well, I guess I just. Uh, spilled the beans that like I I took the job a lot to, <laughs> because of the no it wasn't actually but, I don't know I think a salary was more of a bonus than it was like it made me extra happy and I also I knew that the, I will be taking it even when I thought about my old old salary you know because I knew that it wouldn't really go uh lower than that um but also just to make it clear yeah you didn't took a good job before the money. <laughs> no. I mean that's it's a it's yeah. an amazing place. Yeah, of course. It's 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 not the best uh, stepping stone that you can Exactly. basically have. So so money is uh, in this sense uh, a nice a very very nice add-on, of course. Uh but uh, yeah, how important this to me? I think generally I'm afraid to say very important to me. That's a bit to do with my or a lot to do with my background and uh the struggles that I've seen in the past and, and, and what happens when you really don't have money and what happens when you really, really need to make it work and how um, not wanting to be in that same position. So that is one reason of caring about money so much. The other reason is the fact that I've always felt like I need to support others with my money, meaning... Not in this case, give a lot to charity. Of course, it's amazing if I can do that uh, any time in my life, but more uh, in in terms of uh, my family and my parents and grandparents and who else. I think we view family a bit differently where I come from. Yeah. Uh, in terms of like supporting each other and that kind of stuff. So that's another reason. And the third reason is that I just always feel like there is a certain amount of comfort level that I do want to reach independently as like a in my career and that's the from the salary that I get it's uh, allowing yourself certain things about not worrying it's not about allowing yourself anything that you want it's not about that it's more about you know certain things need to be I need to be able to do without without stressing out too much about it yeah being in a comfortable zone I guess like that's important and that's where I mean money is the answer to that right but I think I have a, in a lot of ways, I have a very unhealthy relationship with money. Okay. What, why? Be- because of always being scared about it. Okay. And and doing a lot of things also. I think my choices that I made in life in general have maybe sometimes been a bit too much uh, aimed at money and made, yeah, aimed at status maybe and getting there instead of what I actually want with that, with that idea of like, once you get there and once you, once you get the money, once you get the status, then you can do all the other things. And in reality, I don't think it actually works like that. <laughs> I don't think, I think that there needs to be a balance, uh, but it's very hard lesson to learn if at the back of your mind, you are always going back to the same worries and kind of like not feeling safe. But for, for me, I think it's also, there's a, there's a big difference between seeing Money is important because I need to be able to pay my bills, you know, get food, uh, mm-hmm. all these kind of things. Or money is important because I want to buy a Porsche mm. and I want to buy a fucking expensive house and I want to, you know, travel the world, uh, all, all these kind of things. And for me, there's a 
very big difference. Yeah. I mean, like from earning, you know, in between what we earn mm. to earning, you know, millions. Yeah. Uh, and and for me, the millions are not important. No. As long as I have, you know, anywhere between what you and I are, mm. um, then I think I'm going to be fine. Yeah. And especially also because I, uh, over the last year or half, uh, one and a half year, really, you know, try to understand what do I actually need to be happy. Have you understood it? Or to some I, th- I think because it's not a specific number, it's more to, of course, there's a, there's a limit to how much money I need to be able to earn to pay my rent and uh, these kind of things. But But it's also... Instead of, you know, buying a watch for 1,000 kroner, then I can, if I earn a lot of money, go out and buy a watch for 40,000 kroner. Or um, do I really need a car? Uh, and if I do, do I need to get a car that costs 300,000 mm. versus one that costs 50,000? Mm. And and those kind of things, uh, I think, is important when it comes to understanding the, the importance of salary. But I guess like we're also, it's easy to talk right now because I'm above the level of like, I'm paying my rent and then I just need to start thinking about what, what can I afford? You know, it's like, it's, a, it's above that. So it's, so it's fine. Now you're thinking about other things. Now you're thinking about like how to say, what do I want to do? Maybe I don't want to work that much. Maybe I like actually want to get even less money and like, yeah. you know, all of those things. And I think actually there's two things in it because one thing is, if I have a shit job and I work a lot just to get a lot of money, it's not going to make me happy. I mean, I would much rather have a job that I really enjoy and maybe work less and then get enough money to get around. I know I don't need a, a fancy car or fancy clothes or expensive clothes, these kind of mm-hmm. things. Um, but also think with a lot of money comes an expensive lifestyle. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I've been there uh, plenty of times where... The second that I earn more more money, I automatically spend more money. So, I mean, I don't think if I doubled the salary that I get, mm. uh, now I'm quite conscious about it. So I wouldn't do it. But Rasmus, <laughs> five, six years ago, yeah. we just spent double yeah. the amount of money. Burn then it. I would just, you know, burn it on different things. Yeah. And I think that's just not healthy at all. So don't really, it's not going to bring me more value to have more money. Mm. I'm going to do the same things. I'm just going to do it in a more expensive way. Mm. Uh, and then there's definitely also the... You get used to things. Yeah. I mean... It's hard to go a, back, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If you spend a lot of money, then that will be become the new norm and then it's not going to give you the high. So finding a nice average mm. where, where like comfortable, I think is much more, um, much more fun and much more relaxing. Mm. And then work less or like do something that you really enjoy can you imagine yourself going like really like one third of that let's say and having that kind of lifestyle or what's that kind of lifestyle but it's more like it it depends a bit on what what the um, what I would then gain the other way around yeah I see Hmm. so I mean if that means work 15 hours a week, then I would also have to discuss with myself, do I even want to work 15 hours a week? I mean, mm. because if I like my job, then it's okay to work 30, 40, 50 hours a week. 
I seek some kind of comfort, but also knowing that previously I worked on much lower salaries. And I mean, of course, I maybe struggled a bit and then I worried a lot. And then there were certain things that I absolutely couldn't afford, but it was still possible to live a healthy life exactly. you know, on that. So I think it uh, just uh, seeing the progress, but also knowing that, you know, I've been there. I've been there when I get like three times less mm. and it's, and it's fine. I still like figured out how to do things. You kind of like work around it. I mean, it gives a lot of, I'm happy that there has been like a linear, uh, st- linear way up. Yeah. But it's also understanding money and understanding what do I spend my money on? Like it's really also understanding what do I, what do I want to spend my money on? I mean, what do you put value in, right? Yeah, exactly. I read an article yesterday about something called fire. Something that the uh, fire festival or no, not that. <laughs> I also thought that the first time I saw the headline, like this is more no, but it's F I R E, so fire as in fire, yeah. and it's something that uh, our old uh, schoolmate uh, Oliver was talking about. Yeah. It's a uh, financial uh, independent retire early. <gasps> yes, it's about how you you know work your ass off in your 20 yeah. and uh, maybe early thir- 30s to get enough money that you can invest invest and then live off the interest of yeah. that and uh, is it called lifestyle business as well sometimes but it's a bit different i think because then you in like you go really hardcore and hustle for like in a startup or something you grow the company and then you kind of just ceo it or like not really ceo you're the owner right and you like live on a beach or something but yeah that's different yeah i think that's something else Mm -hmm. this is more like for for anyone yeah and then uh uh, for all of your 20s and maybe uh until you're 35 then you live on a rock spend no money yeah save up a lot and then when you're from 35 then you can start living your uh, life and i think uh i mean for me it's just stupid i mean also it's fucking scary yeah I mean, but it's it's also and that's the that's the problem with a lot of things is that we assume that we become happy after yeah. s- something happens yeah. ah if i just you know get that job then i'll be happy or if mm. i get a boyfriend or girlfriend then i'll be happy or if i don't have to work then i'll be happy mm. i mean it, it's not that simple mm. uh, life is not binary in that sense you know whatever situation that we're in i think that we can create happiness I and it would be weird to you know live if you start working when you're 20 live 15 years working your ass off spending no money 15 years of your best time of your life yeah. Well, it's not your best time of your life. No, exactly. Uh, but what you, guess, what's supposed yeah. to be yeah. like uh, the most fun time of your life. Yeah. Uh, to just, when you're 35, say, great. Mm. Now I can relax and have fun. Mm. Then you're just sense. like wrecked because you have like work days and nights. And they're just <laughs> exactly. like never taking like days psychologically off. psychologically. <laughs> <laughs> you need like five years in a, like, a mental institution to uh-huh. just kind of like calm down and like re- rehabilitate. I mean, for some people, sure, if it works for you, fine. But And I don't want, also want to be like very dramatic and be like, but what if you get hit by a truck the next day, you know? But it is a bit like that. It is a bit like You're that. You're just living for the day when you... It's the same as sometimes feels like you live for that or you like you go to work and you're kind of like, okay, uh, three weeks to the vacation. Now it's two weeks and five days to the vacation. And now it's, you know, like there's, a, there's like this... Um, time remaining to having fun and it was always freaked me out so so much because i feel like 
okay, it would be nice to, of course, travel the world now, that's stuff at 35, but on the other hand, job gives me purpose. Yeah. And then I rather have the purpose for many years and then see if I have the, I don't know, the guts and the, 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 the health and energy to travel. It would be really nice. But I'm also, I'm not necessarily think, thinking that, oh, it would be nice to go on pension or like uh, waiting for a certain like uh, age to hit. Is more like why can't you, why can't you structure your life right now yeah. the way you want it? No, not that I've done it. It's a bit scary. That kind of thing. Do you talk about money at work at all with your colleagues or? A bit, not a lot. Yeah. Some of them, some of the ones that I have a close relationship with but also some of uh, the people that i've then we've talked about that they have to go into a salary negotiation or they ask me how much i earn and um, and these kind of things um but it's not something that's super transparent this will maybe be a strange question but have you ever felt bad about how much you earn or is that uh, maybe a female thing <laughs> or if it's my thing maybe because you always want like uh, the question comes from the place where i feel like i if I earn a sum of money that I assume is good, then I constantly need to prove myself, you know? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think I think I bring a lot of value to the company and I think I'm doing a good job. Then I think it's hard to measure, you know, what is actually um, bring value and what's the most important thing. Mm. Uh, like why do some people uh, earn less and why do some positions earn more? But yeah, and that also makes it weird to discuss with colleagues. Yeah. Because it's so individual and it's so subjective. Like the person that I talk to might work their ass off and bring a lot of value mm. and like a project could never go through if that person was not there. But then they earn less than me, for instance. Yeah. But then there's a business value as well. It's kind of like selling any product, right? Yeah. It's the same with salary in a sense. Have you ever negotiated them? Yeah, you uh, have negotiated salary. Yeah, I have. Um, I really dislike it. Uh, it's not it's fun not at all. Fun. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's so it's so weird uh, vibe and it's just... Uh, I've done it a few times and um, I really don't like it. Uh, also because it, it becomes this strange... You have to prove that you're that I'm so much worth. Yeah, pitch to, it somewhere. You have to yeah. pitch. You know, mm. that's why you should pay me that much. And then also, often it's not a big difference. I mean, yeah. like <laughs> then it's maybe a couple of thousand here and there. I mean, in the mm. big picture, it's not a lot. That's one of like the reasons why, I've, for instance, then a company can spend you know X amount of money on something completely stupid, like go out and buy. A, eight 3D printers that no one knows how to use for 150K <laughs> when people are asking for a couple of thousands more mm. in, in salary. I mean, those kind of things, it's like, uh, it's not going to break your world to give me 2,000 more a month, but it would actually give me quite a lot. But how do you... That's more of an, an emotion that I have <laughs> than an argument. No, it's like, look at all the fancy stuff around me. Can yeah. you just exactly <laughs> do the vice versa? Yeah, I think negotiation, negotiating salary, that's, um, it's always difficult. It's difficult when you sign a contract. It's difficult when you ask for more as like a raise and, and, and all of that. Um, not that I've done it extremely much, but um, 
and then a the couple of times and uh, I will always remember the very first time I tried to get a raise I think and that was uh, at my very first job very first office job yeah and uh, I got to know because I had no idea before like I had I, I was quite new to Sweden I had like zero I was like happy that they paid me then I got my uh, kind of uh, another role and I got more paid and then I just felt like I'm like seven heaven and everything is amazing but after a while, you, like you kind of you see the number, but then you pay the taxes, and you know, like welfare state, it's a lot of taxes, and then you are sad, and then you're like, but what are other? How are other people living? How could, how do they do this? So at one point, after like um, I don't know half a year or so, I, I I went to a few colleagues who I like had very close relationship with, and uh, actually asked them like how much do they get paid, and and I probably shared with what I got paid, and and it was such a big difference. Okay. And it made me feel so like... Did you have the same role or...? Uh, well, no, not really. And of course I was junior and all of that stuff, but it was still for my... The fact that I had education and that like my age and all that's Like I still should have, I think, be paid a bit more. It's it's hard to... It's hard to say. But uh, anyways, I felt like um, I was I was working my ass off there. So I... But then when you know that someone else is getting so much more, you have another like feeling right then you're like really ready to go and fight for that race and and I went and and I had this pitch about like how uh, he could my my boss should give me a raise but I think the problem was that I also went into like being like 10,000 more you know like that kind of uh, <laughs> not really understanding that raise doesn't work like that you mm. know raise works by five percent you know a couple of thousand thousand we meaning like a thousand kroner is like 100 euros or so so it's uh, you can't really go and ask for like dub- doubling your your salary mm. unless like it's something insane has happened. So yeah, that at that point my boss was like, hey hey hey, we can talk about this, but you're not getting this amount yeah. of money. It's very hard to navigate as a young person going in because to be honest, that's one thing that I'm like any school that I've been in in gymnasium, university, like Hyper Island. None of those have taught me anything about how to, how much I'm worth in terms of salary, how to negotiate, what is a good salary, what's a bad salary, what should I get as an entry level, you know, millennial. None of those have taught about it. And mm. I feel like that's, that's a like, yeah, I just think it's like an issue that should be somehow, I don't know why, why isn't that really, or maybe you talk, talked about money at school. I don't know. No. We didn't really. No. It's no, like a didn't. global taboo and mm. global issue that no one, everyone needs, but no one talks about. I think I have two uh, two closing remarks that I want to share. Mm. One is um, a tip: if you go into a salary negotiation, mm. never uh, be the one that shares the number first. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Always be second, because then you can push it more. Mm. Uh, I have a counter tip to that. Yeah? Because so, the recent times when I've done that, I've gone with the, okay, uh, I'll be honest. I always say that I'll be honest, as if I'm like sharing like mm, a really good. precious thing. Yeah. This was my previous salary, and I feel that I can get more. But I agree with you, if possible. Yeah, but that's when, that's changing a, that's changing a job. Oh, right. uh, that's true though. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. Yeah. When raising, we're negotiating, yeah. that's, I guess, different. Yeah. When true. changing a job, I would also say, if mm. you have a feeling they will underbit me, these guys, <laughs> then say, this was my previous uh, pay. Yeah. 
if you can't match that, then uh, mm. that's of course up to the person, individual. Um, but what's the other tip? The second tip is, I think also, and it's easy for me because I get a, I have a great salary. It's easy for me to say that, but I also think depending on where in the, your career you are, I know that uh, some of the audience is quite junior mm. and maybe straight out of school. Think about how important the salary is mm. versus what you learn and the experience that you get. I would argue getting a job where you learn a lot, it's a really great company, you'll probably have a lot of fun, maybe you won't earn as much money versus going into a very old, boring company where they'll pay you a lot and mm. it's not fun, you don't learn, is like shooting yourself in the foot. Um, so um, look at not only the size of the price, but also... Um, you know, the full picture. Yeah. Uh, where are you in your career and what's the best uh, career step? Um, yeah, because obviously the, I think the number can kind of, a lot of, especially maybe going into your first, second job and, and not really having that uh, experience of actually like getting paid can get the eyes a bit like and blurry. And also realizing if you get out and get your first job as maybe age 26, 27, 25, 26, 27, you're going to be at work for 50 more years. You'll have a chance a, to get a great salary. Yeah. Yeah, don't that would be work. shitty to start with a higher one and then go low. And then go like, low. you don't want to yeah. do that. Yeah. So rather step by step, mm. day by day. Okay. All right, great. <laughs> Summary? Let's summarize. Yeah, you'll do it. Okay. Um, money doesn't smell. Uh, it's good. It's nice. It buys you things. And that might be the reason why it's so tricky for everyone to talk about it or for most people to talk about it even we didn't we didn't um, disclose our uh, or we just uh, told each other or showed each other what we uh, earn but uh, it's a taboo still and uh, when going into these negotiations and when talking to your uh, maybe closest colleagues probably at work um, it's good to remember that it's probably also good to raise the question about salary to ask for more when you feel like you are actually worth more and you are bringing value to the company and you can stand by it when going into your when going into the first and second job and so on and in general like probably the best thing to think about is how important is money and what do I why do I want to get more or less or what's important why is money so important for me because that will then really help in the negotiation process probably last thing also if you only focus on how much money you get then you're looking at the wrong thing yeah good time for the checkout time for the checkout cool let's see so what are you binging right now that's the checkout that's the checkout good um okay i can share this mm -hmm. this is uh, i have uh, at the moment two guilty pleasures oh yeah one is um, Alone in the Wild, I guess it's called. Alone it's in like the wild. where um, eight, it's a TV show where eight uh, Danish people are placed uh, in different places <laughs> in northern Norway and then they have to live by themselves. Right, yeah. I it, think it's an American. Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely yeah, yeah, not. Yeah. The, it's probably seen in America, but it's, there, it's the Danish version yeah. and it's just amazing. <laughs> And they have like small cameras with them and stuff yeah, like that. Exactly. It's amazing. Oh. Uh, like there's one woman who built the most insane treehouse <laughs> I've ever seen. Like it's 
It's so good. I really enjoy seeing it. It would be fun if uh, they had to, you know, if they dropped them in like north of Norway and then they need to find themselves back to like Denmark. Yeah. That was like the whole yeah. thing. <laughs> but okay, that also works. And the fun thing is I'm sitting there a bit with the feeling like what would happen if I if I was uh, yeah. alone? I could probably figure it out. Of course. <laughs> like, I would also and have that three I would just, you know, hands. I would suck at it. I would die on, you know, hour three. That <laughs> would be the worst. It's like, no, 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 not possible. And the second one is uh, something called Bonerøn. It's, it's uh, like Bon the Circle no. no, it's not that. <laughs> it's uh, it's a guy who, uh, he's a farmer. He's like all about sustainability and uh, being able to be self-sufficient. Yeah. Uh, so it's pretty much just a TV program uh, with uh, this guy and his family and his farm, and then you know, then you see him go out, and you know, then it's time to harvest the potatoes and yeah. talk about the different sorts and these, mm. and it's just you know. Do you learn a lot? No. Okay. Uh, but it's very comforting, yeah. and it's very you know down to earth, and oh. you know so sustainable and having this idea of like both a, a bit related to you know a different life than this active yeah. active uh, lifestyle oh, it's nice i always get a bit like what if yeah. feeling when looking at those like especially the farmer things like mm, something yeah. so cozy about it i can't uh, well i can uh, do a complete 180 on on my uh binging um I think so. Or actually, I I don't binge it anymore. But like, I recently watched quite a lot of uh, Swedish things. So I don't think that would be super fun to maybe share here. But the last thing that I did binge was uh, sex education that everyone has been talking about. Is that good? You know what? When I watched it's the everywhere on Netflix. I know, I know. I watched the first uh, episode and I was like, I don't know. This is like a. They're kind of not their selling point, but it's a very like the concept is very. Like they show everything. It's very like direct. It's all about sex. Penis it's and all vaginas. About, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like, you know, it's, you don't really, uh, I guess you're not really used to seeing um, such a open conversation and like for real and very, everything being like, like that on TV. But it's a fake, fake TV show, right? Yeah, yeah. Or, um, or I mean. It's, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. You know I mean. <laughs> it's fiction. Um, and it's very, it's even extra fiction because it's, they're British actors, uh, but it's placed in this like super nice, always sunny, very picturesque place. It doesn't look like Britain at all. Doesn't, it's very American high school. Mm -hmm. So they try to make it a very like an international experience so that everyone kind of can relate and not put it too much into British because then it would be very depressive. That's what I actually heard from the, like the makers of the, anyways, the series is, You kind of grow into it. I think at least I did. Because the first one was like, ah, I'm not sure. I don't really know what is the whole fuss about. The second was like, okay, I could uh, look at the third one. And then it becomes like an addiction. And you really grow close with the characters. It's very, it's still a very, you know, it's a high school drama. It's just more sex in that. Good. Uh, yeah. Recommendation from from here. Mega chips. Probably everyone has seen that already, so it's very I haven't seen it. Maybe I'll check okay. it out. Okay, Megatips for Rasmus. Anyways, Megatips or not, thank you for listening to this episode, All That Money. Follow us on Instagram. Uh, subscribe. I mean, if you haven't subscribed to this podcast, please do, because, I mean, that's important that, you know, because next Tuesday we'll be back and, and talk about something else than money. We don't know what, but if you want to uh, give some mega tips on what 
uh, we should talk about, then uh, head to DMs in, on Instagram and uh, yeah, meet us there as millennials at work and uh, let us know what would you want to listen to. Uh, rate us on, on, on iTunes. Do all of that stuff that you're supposed to do. With, you know what you're supposed you to know. do. When we say link in bio, you know what that means and all that stuff. We don't need to explain ourselves, I guess. No. Anyways, you hear from us very, very soon. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. I'm a millennial. I'm a millennial.